All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the show. Uh, back here with my guy, Michael, for another episode of season four. How's it going, my, my man? Chris, good to see you again, bro. It's been, uh, you know, a long time since we since we last met and, and just getting ready for the new season, for the new NFL season. I, I'm more than excited. Yes, sir. Football's getting ready to start, man. I know there's a lot to uncover, um, so let's jump straight into it. Let's do it. All right, guys, uh, our favorite time of the year, you know, the NFL is, is back and it kicks off here in just a few hours. It's Thursday night football, so let's jump straight into it. You guys know we have to start with, uh, you know, the biggest topic, which is our beloved 49ers. Um, so first off, with everything that we have seen going on through the offseason with, you know, acquisitions, um, injuries, preseason games and everything, tell me how you're feeling uh, about the Niners. You know what, Chris, I'm feeling really good about the Niners. Um you know, we've came a long ways from those like mid 2000s to, you know, early 2010s where we were just hot garbage at the time, you know, mm -hmm. and now I feel like we have a great roster to compete. Um, we didn't splash around a lot with a lot of free agents, but yeah, I think we covered uh, the necessary areas that we needed to cover. Um, but I'm most excited to see Trey. I'm most actually I'm ready for the Trey area era to begin in San Francisco um and i'm just more i'm just excited because it's, it's championship or bust every year for the niners uh and i think this year you know we might have the best chance at it no yeah definitely i think uh this year is especially a big one because as you said the trey area start is starting uh this year and as you guys know we moved up traded some draft picks away for that in the first round um to get him i know there's already been a lot of negative uh, comments about Trey Lance in the national media, as well as like just friends and, and you know, family, like around right. work and everything um, saying that, hey, you know, there was a lot better people out there. That's one thing that I've heard. There was a lot better options out there for the Niners to take, which I will admit I did want Justin Fields. I know that was one thing that we talked right. about, um, but, you know, you can't dwell on the past. Trey is here. I think he has a, a very good upside with his talent, you know, and arm strength and everything, leadership that he can bring to the table. Um, you know, as we mentioned before, this is like the first franchise quarterback in who knows how long. It's what we thought we were going to get from Jimmy. And, uh, you know, we finally got that in Trey. You know, and, you know, you bring up Jimmy, you know, the 53 roster is is set and it's ready to go. Um, were you shocked that, you know, we were able to bring back Jimmy? Were you shocked that they brought back Jimmy? Jimmy, were you surprised that we didn't cut him? What were your what were your initial thoughts um, when that, uh, you know, he was signed and he was immediately put into that 53 man roster? You know, I mean, part of me was like saying, you know, I knew it was coming. But at the same time, I really thought we we're going to cut him. You know, I thought I also thought there was a possibility of him being traded. I know Seattle was, you know, a big rumor that everyone was hearing, you know, with Geno Smith and, and Drew Locke and their quarterback room. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Jimmy's here. I will say it's probably a solid option as a backup. You know, I know uh, Brock Purdy has looked decent in preseason as well as, well as uh, you know, our other guys in the QB room. But I think Jimmy, you know, we, we've seen where Jimmy has taken us, like we said in the past, and, right. you know, we're grateful for that. So, you know, if, you know, anything happens to Trey, injury or anything like that, I think we can be confident in Jimmy for a few weeks if necessary. You know, when, 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 when they announced that Jimmy's coming back, at a reduced salary. To me, that was the biggest shock. I'm like, oh, wow, this guy really just took a pay cut. He's like, right. yeah. And I was shocked when he took that pay cut because I'm like, damn, dude, he went from like 24 million to, to like, I think I have it here, 6 million plus incentives, right? Yeah. And 
six million. I guess that's that's about backup money. That's that's about right for backup money, right? And I was like, damn, he really just took a pick. Of either he really wants to be here, or he just didn't really have an option anywhere, you know? Right. Um, so I looked at it both ways. I'm like, Does, I, he, I guess he'll be here. He's cool with it. Um, in my mind, though, I'm like, man, I want to play. Right. If I'm a player, I want to play. Mm-hmm. But and then I also look at the other side of the coin. I'm like, look, Jimmy's already, you know, he's already cashed in more than 100 mil from the Niners. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably like, you know what? This is probably the best option out there, even if I'm a backup. I think he's thinking like, you know, if Trey slips or anything or he gets hurt, I'm getting, I'm getting reinserted right into this roster. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going right back to the starting lineup. So at a, th- at a point, I'm like, okay, we do have the best backup in the league, which is good. But at the second point, does this mess with Trey Psyche? I don't know. What, what did you think about that? Yeah, that's the one thing that, you know, I really didn't want to happen. And I think we actually touched on it uh, last episode when we talked about where they cut, they not cut, where they um, excused Jimmy from camp. I know he was still there working on his own, but it wasn't mandatory for him to be there. And we talked about how, you know, it's really good for the guys, you know, in the locker room to 100% know, hey, this is Trey's team. You know, we don't, you don't have Jimmy come into the locker room and, you know, the guys that were super close with him, like, hey, what's up, Jimmy? You know, and that rapport that they had and Trey feeling like the odd man out in the background. Right. And now that's a huge possibility. Like it could mess with Trey, like it being his head too much, like, hey, I better not mess up because if I do, this is my spot. And, you know, that could, you know, be some reverse psychology and it could mess with his head and, you know, cause him to make mistakes out there. So uh, I hope that's not the case, but, you know, it's definitely a possibility. This is something that I had written down also. It's like, how, like, okay, they brought Jimmy as a backup. He's going to be on the sideline week one in Chicago, his hometown. Right. He's going to be holding the clipboard, right? Now, the thing is with me is like, how long is the leash going to be for Trey? You mm-hmm. know, say, you know, Say we go three and five like we did last year, early three and five. There's gonna be fan. There's gonna be people, man. I just I already know it. Yes. There's gonna be people in the fan base who are, who are gonna be like, you know, even the crowd at, at Levi is gonna be, put Jimmy in. Mm-hmm. Put you know, it's, the chants are gonna come. Yeah. So with that being said, do you think Trey has a longer leash? Do you think Trey starts the whole season? At what point do you insert Jimmy? And if you do. What's the reason? Are you talking about like what I would do or yeah? What, what would you do? I think you is it like I think Shanahan already made his bed and said, "Hey, this is this is Trey's team going forward. You got to stick with Trey." I mean, look at the times. Like you said, we started three and five last year. You know, there was fans like us calling for Trey Lance last year. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it. He stuck it out, rode with Jimmy, even through the injury in you know very crucial weeks like the last week in L.A. Right. And I mean, Jimmy got it done, but barely. So I think if you're going to have that amount of trust in Jimmy, who's a guy that you traded for, you also got to put that amount of trust that you kind of, you know, traded away three first round picks for. I agree. I, I And you just said something really key. I, I feel like Trey's going to give us over that bear hump. Right. You know, I feel like we can actually spread the field here. We can, you know, if the pocket collapses, I think Trey can get it. Get, you know, he can get us at least five more yards with his legs, something Jimmy cannot. Exactly. So, I mean – it's gonna be difficult. Um, it's gonna be a hectic season for just the the, the fan base, bro. To be honest, um, and I think it's gonna be hectic for 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 the for the teammates also. So I don't know. What do you think? So here's my question: If we do start Rocky three and five, for example, what do you think the locker room's gonna feel like? 
What do you think those those veteran players who were like, hey, I've won with that guy over there on the bench. Uh, Let's get him in. What, what, what do you say? What What do you think Shannon's gonna say? Like I said, I I, th- I would hope that he would you know stick it out with Trey because yes, this is year two for Trey, but he only started in two games. He's you know essentially a rookie right now. This is his rookie season basically, even though he's in year two. Um, you got to let him go through those growing pains. Like I right. said multiple times, he's going to throw interceptions. You know, he's going to get sacked. He's probably going to fumble the ball on, uh, you know, rushing attempts. Um, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. We see it with Lamar Jackson. We see it with Patrick Mahomes. So it's going to happen. We see it with Tom Brady getting sacked and fumbling, throwing interceptions. Exactly. We can't, I, I would hope that Shandy doesn't get discouraged from that. Um, I think the one like, red flag that I've seen is a little bit of inaccurate throws from Trey in the preseason Right throws that he should be hitting. But at the same time, we, we dealt with that with Jimmy. So if you're not going to yank Jimmy, why yank Trey, you know, Trey's still early twenties. So let the man, you know, learn. I completely agree. Well, you know, we, we complained all last season that the Jimmy, Oh no throw, you know, we mm-hmm. knew it was coming. Yeah. We knew it was coming and they still didn't yank him. So I think, I think Trey's going to be fine. You know, the, the accuracy, you know, it's only going to get better with reps, and it's only going to get better with the, the more the more experience he gets on the field. Um, but to be honest, there is no room for error with this with this team this season. I feel like it's it's win now mode. Like you know, you got the the Kittles, the the Trent Williams, the Debo's, uh, the Ayuks, uh, the Bosa's, the Kinlaws, the Armsteads, the Wards, the Warners, the you know, the whole linebacker. They're ready to win right now. Yeah. Robbie Gold's ready to win right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, so that's my main concern. Uh, and then my other question for you would be, why keep Brock Purdy? Why keep three quarterbacks in the QB room when most teams mostly just have two? I mean, I think Brock Purdy will probably eventually get converted to practice squad. Okay. Um, I think mo- most teams do keep three, I think even four, because like I said, one guy goes to the practice squad. Right. Because we're also, we're going to have Trey, we're going to have Jimmy, and we're also going to have Sudfeld, who will be QB3. No, Sudfeld got traded to the Lions. Did he? Okay. See, so there's something, <laughs> something that I missed. Okay. Sudfeld that's what got I... traded to the Lions. Okay. So, Purdy. So, then, like I said, we're going to have three. And Purdy will be three. the guy that goes in with practice squad. You'll have Trey that gets the reps with the starters in practice. You have Jimmy that goes with, you know, the second string guys. Right. And then anything from there on out is is uh, Brock Purdy. Do you think Jimmy gets traded before November 1st? If he if he's fully healthy, yes, I think he does because I think one thing which is like a conspiracy theory hot take slash yeah. hot take for me is that he's not fully healthy. I don't think he is. I mean, what what else would stop him? Like you said, there's he's he's good enough to be a starter in this league, right? For you know a high caliber offense and yep. teams that are competing in NFC championships and a Super Bowl appearance. So why would he not be good enough to be at least a backup? For anybody else, I know Seattle has been intrigued. You're telling me that Jimmy's not better than Geno Smith, who I is think, starting on Sunday or Monday night. <laughs> I, th- I think Jimmy can walk into that Seattle facility and be week one, like starter right away. Yes, you know what I mean. So okay, that's going to be interesting. So without Jimmy on the team, you know they restructured his contract. He came back for you. Who won this? Who who, who won here? Did Jimmy win? Did Jimmy on Yi win, or did the Niners win? I think it's just, it's a 50 50. It's a, everybody wins. Jimmy got to stay on a team and is still making millions of dollars. Yes, you know, granted, it's not the 20 something mil that he was expected right. to make, 
but he was not cut and released. And also, you know, so he has a team. He gets to play football. He gets to practice every day. And I don't know if you so you're you're keeping tabs on you know the Niners social media, but you can see that Pep in his step is back, dude. He's like excited oh, to go out yeah. there. It's like I think it might have been the, the video that you shared where you were like, it's the the laugh at the end was a little cynical when he's like, "What's up, guys? I missed you." Right? <laughs> and then after they show hey, him, and, yeah, he's like he's like jogging around, bouncing around again, you know. Versus where it was, he was just in training camp. Yeah, I feel like I barely saw him jog when they showed him. He was just Bro. you know walking around, just like tossing it, lobbing it, and now he, he's he's he like you said, he has a chance. He knows there's a chance he can get on the field if Trey gets hurt. And, and all, also for the Niners, it's a win-win. You bring in someone who's proven to win for you, and you have a much, you know, a, a reduced salary. So I'd say 50-50. I, you know what? I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to say I'm going to agree to an extent with you, and then I'm going to say I think the Niners won big time because, A, they got a really good backup quarterback. They got him at a reduced, um, you know, salary. And uh, – you know, so you didn't have to you didn't have to break the bank to keep him. You didn't have to cut him, and honestly, I don't think they were sold on Sudfeld and Purdy backing up Trey. Right. So I feel like the 49ers won, but Jimmy also won because, and this is where I give you I give you um, the benefit of the doubt that they both won because now Jimmy can just sit back, he can rehab, mm-hmm. making money on the Niners. He's gonna be on a championship team, a championship caliber team. Um, and he's just gonna he's just gonna relax. He's gonna chill, like like mentioned in, in, in that video, that cynical laugh. Yep. He's like, hey, you don't you don't want to say hi to the faithful? And he's like, hey, faithful. And that little smirk, bro, at the yeah. end. Yeah, he's like, I missed you guys. <laughs> uh huh. It's like that little smirk at the end. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna lay, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna rehab my shoulder. And mm-hmm. you know, I, there you know, there's gonna be people out there who who are, who are hoping that Trey fails, right? Of course. And, Say we go off to a bad start, you know, God forbid we go on to a bad start. Bro, Jimmy's going to be ready. He's going to be ready by, a, for example, a week eight and beyond. Yeah. Just just wait on it. I hope not. I mean, I'm, we're rooting for Trey, and we're, I feel we're going to have a really good start to the season. So uh, I'm, I'm juiced, man. So I, I agree. Jimmy and the 49ers, you know, they, they, they won this. Yeah, of course. Um, one One last question that I had for you on this topic is, what is your biggest, you know, area of concern right now for this roster, the way, you know, it's built up? You know, biggest area of concern, I got two. So it's going to be definitely the offensive line mm-hmm. is one. And I want to see what the running back room is going to be because I still don't know who's going to be our number one or number two or number three. Uh, who's going to get most of the carries, you know? Is Debo going to get back there also to take more carries? That That's my main concern. Um, uh, especially going into the season. So O-line and the running back room. Yeah, no, O-line definitely looked, you know, a little sketch, especially in that last game. Right. Um, but you got to think, one thing that a lot of people are are overlooking is that, hey, Trent Williams, best tackle in football, did not play a single snap in the preseason. So right. definitely going to be improved. I mean, there still are, are uh, you know, Alex Mack is gone. That's, that's a huge you know, hold yeah. that the Niners have to fill. McGlinchey is back from an ACL injury, which, you know, could go good or bad. It could go either way. Uh, you know, we've already had our our concerns about McGlinchey in the past. It looks like he's dropped the weight, so that hasn't gone well for him in the past when he was no. skinny. Um, so, the, yeah, the, the O-line is definitely, you know, something to keep an eye on um, for sure. 
As far as the running back room, though, for the 49ers, I feel like it's going to be Eli Mitchell is RB1. Right. right. Probably Ty Davis-Price. Or, I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr., RB2. Right. Uh, I think those are going to be the guys that get, you know, most of the snaps, majority of the snaps. But Ty Davis-Price from LSU and draft pick, you know, he's going to be – he's going to be, uh, I think, someone who's going to get the ball, your goal line, uh, if necessary. And he's a workhorse, man. He he's almost reminds me of a little bit quicker Frank Gore. You know, guy Ooh. that's he's a, you know uh, a bell cow that's going to go in there. You know, hit the find the find those holes. You know, you know, hit the gaps hard and and get the ball, get the job done. I agree. Uh, Ty Davis Price. You know, I feel like he's that that um, that short gainer that we need for that extra yardage. But I'm looking at Elijah Mitchell, which I think he's going to be our number one. But I'm also looking at this guy uh, Mason, um, who kind of came out of nowhere, undrafted Georgia Tech, I think. And bro, and when he hits the hole, bro, he hits the hole. Yeah. Oh, so I, I, I want to see what's gonna happen there. And, and also a big shock that uh, when the fifty-three man roster came out was the cutting of Trey Sermon. Did you see that coming? Uh, were you shocked? When, I was uh, definitely, I was definitely thoughts? shocked. I was definitely shocked. I'll say that for sure. I know he, to some fans, was already borderline bust. But I will say, he, you know, his rookie year was plagued with injuries, little injuries. Uh, you know, he had a hand injury. I know he had like an ankle injury. He had a neck injury and a concussion that he had uh, in week two against Philly. So I don't know, man. I think it could have been, you know, like a little bit nervous to be on the big stage because he did. He didn't seem like himself, you know, that the running back that we saw from Ohio State definitely not, didn't look like no, that tra- Tracer. Not at all. Um, Tracer was a guy that I really liked coming out of college. And I think that, you know, I would like to think that they could have made it work, but Hey, we, we brought in Anthony, Anthony Lynn, who is, you know, supposedly a running back guru. And if he's not seeing it, he's not seeing it. I mean, he's the one that, that uh, developed Terrell Davis. So, I mean, remember, bro, like, uh, you know, Trey Sermon started out at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He got his, he got his position taken. Yeah. And now, and now it's like, you know, what's something's wrong with the guy. Yeah, you know, he he went to Oklahoma. He got a spot take Oklahoma. He went to Ohio State. You know, he finished strong on Ohio State. Gets drafted in the third round by the 49ers. and then just didn't make that leap last season, which I was hoping to he would make. I would hope he would back up, you know, Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, y'all know what happened. Debo had to come in, and if you got Debo taking carries over you, then something's going on there. Right. Know? But now he's with the Eagles. Let's see what happens there. Yep. We'll see, man. Um, you know, a lot is going to be different about this team this year, starting with Trey, starting with the running backs um, and that offensive line. So we'll see, you know, how far those guys can take us on the offensive side of the ball. It's something to keep an eye out for, but uh, I'm excited, man. So um, I know we both we both have high expectations for the Niners. And, uh, you know, with that being said, who do you see putting up a fight in the NFC against the Niners? Well, I'll tell you that right now. You know, the contenders in the in the NFC that I see are, you know, I, I narrowed it down to five teams. And I think the NFC is wide open. Anybody can take it. Anybody with a good roster can take it. And do you want me to off the five teams? Yeah, here, you want to, do you want to do five teams or you do you want to go, like, who who's going to make the playoffs, essentially? Oh, I don't think I'm ready for that. You got to ask me this after week, week three, week five. And that's when I think I, you, you can ask me 
Um, who do I see in the playoffs? All right, let's these, start, with, but, start with your top five. But these are my top five teams who can, I think, put up a fight against the 49ers. Okay? So I'll give you the teams and then my concern with the teams. So number one, I got the, I got the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are having offensive line troubles. Yes. You know, and Brady's not mobile. So that's one. Number two, I got the Green Bay Packers. You know, we all know Aaron Rodgers is a dog. He knows what uh, he can do, but he doesn't have renowned, you know, offensive weapons right now. So he doesn't trust his rookie, his rookie wide receivers. Uh, he's going to have to rely on, you know, whatever veteran receivers he has right now. So Packers, my third team, the LA Rams, the LA Rams, bro. Um, I see them strong, but these are my concerns with the LA Rams. Stafford's throwing elbow. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, that's a little under the radar. And it looks like they're also having O-line troubles. You know, they, they got to replace Whitworth. Uh, he was the big body that they got to replace, kind of like their Trent Williams. Yeah. Um, so some concern there. And they got no Odell Beckham, right? So it's only going to be like Cooper Cup and um, I think it was Allen Robinson that they signed. But we'll see what the rapport is with there, right? So that's the Rams, the fourth team. Your good old dad, Cowboys. And this is this is why I picked the Cowboys, bro, because like they're always in the mix. I feel like you know, somehow, some way, they'll find a way to get into the playoffs, right? But they cannot be trusted, and they will fade. So that is my uh, selection for the Cowboys. And then the, this is the only team that I'm afraid of, to be honest. You ready? It's here. Philadelphia Eagles. Of course. Philadelphia Eagles, I think, are the realest threat to our San Francisco 49ers. No, I definitely agree with that for sure. You know, I feel like Niners can be anybody, but I think these five teams, in my opinion, are the teams who I think can test the 49ers. But after, you know, you know, writing out and their, their limitations, I think Niners can take them. Oh, yeah, of course. No, I think, I think the Niners can definitely beat anybody in, in you know, NFC or AFC, really. Mm-hmm. Um, really good on both sides of the ball. Um, but the Eagles are definitely a big concern. The Eagles are a big threat. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty solid at five, I'll say. Yeah. Um, mine are pretty similar. I'll go ahead and go five. Um, go number one, obviously, LA Rams, you know, division always play us tough, even though, you know, we had that little hot streak over the last few years. Right. Um, always play us tough. Super Bowl champs, you know, they got better on the defensive side of the ball with, you know, adding Bobby Wagner. So you got Aaron Donald, top defensive lineman, who people say is arguably the best defensive player or NFL player right now. Right. Add Bobby Wagner as a linebacker who can cover anybody on the field. And you got Jalen Ramsey on the backside. Three, like, perennial Pro Bowl players on your defense who are all leaders. They're covered in every sector of the defense, D-line, linebackers, and yep. secondary. Yep, you got those guys. Um, and it's just a division rival. Division games are different. So I go Rams one. Uh, Bucks, obviously, like you said, a huge concern is, you know, Ryan Jensen's out for the year. Some interior offensive line gaps that we don't know how it's going to, you know, affect them right now. But you're still looking at Tom Brady, who is, you know, well aware of how quick he needs to get the ball out due to not being mobile um throwing to you know freaking godwin once he comes back mike evans uh what's his name uh russell gage and julio jones that's offensive star power right there you know so that's i think that's a threat um 
one that you didn't mention, which I think is the Saints. I think the Ooh, Saints are, are Saints are a sleeper. I think I think Jameis is you know an improved year. You know you yeah. got Michael Thomas coming back. We all know what Alvin Kamara can do. Right. You know uh, they drafted Chris Olave. They got some. They got some offensive star power there too. There's one someone else that's there that's slipping my mind right now. Um, but definitely offensive star power. Their defense has always been nice. I know we've kind of are all, you know always said like the Saints are a little bit overrated because you know they get to the playoffs and flop every year. Right. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I think they may be able to compete for the division with the Bucks, but we got to see what Dennis Allen does first, what he brings to the table. Yeah, because um, I don't know. I don't think he's proven to be a a coach, in my opinion. But we'll see what, what, what the Saints can bring. I don't trust Jameis, but I'm going to take it for your word with all these offensive weapons. Maybe they make him better. Right. Um, four is going to be a shocker, I think. Okay. Minnesota wins a division. Ooh. I think Minnesota wins a division over Green Bay. Yep. And I mean, like I said, Minnesota is, you know, just pretty consistent in what they've been over yeah. the last few years. Um, Devontae Adams is out of Green Bay. Al- Alan Lazard, you know, you got Romeo Dubes or Dobbs, however you pronounce it. <laughs> you got Aaron Jones, who is going to be a workhorse out of the backfield. And that's pretty much it. We saw in the, we see in the playoffs in the past, Rodgers does not trust anybody outside of Devontae Adams. You, we saw it, bro. We clearly he, saw it. He's already been in the media, national media, during preseason, bashing his receivers for dropping the ball, saying that if they don't get together, get it together, they're not going to be out there. So <laughs> that's a problem waiting to happen. They're going to be good, obviously. But, yeah. uh, you know, the Lions are going to put up a fight in that division, too. So I, I got Minnesota winning that division, giving nice. a little, little bit of competition. Okay. And lastly, like you said it, for obvious reasons, the Philadelphia Eagles. Those are going to be my top five right there. I like them. I like them. I like them. It's going to be good, bro. I, I think this is going to be one of the funniest, the funnest, most anticipated NFL seasons in maybe our lifetime, bro, to be honest. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've been this excited for an NFL season in a while, bro. Right. Like, I'll be honest with you, I have not been this excited. Like I told you earlier, I went to go buy new gear because I'm this excited for it, bro. Yep. No, it's definitely going to be a good one. And that's that's just the NFC, bro. That's just the wow. NFC. That's just the NFC. Let's uh let's get into a little bit of AFC talk let's now. Let's shift. Let's um, shift. You know, being from the Bay Area and all, Raiders used to be on the other side of the Bay with us too, um, now in Las Vegas. But they're still a hot topic for us due to still being in the Bay Area and so many Raider fans in the Bay Area. Um, what are your expectations from for the Raiders this year? I know they're in a you know really stacked division. Um, what are your expectations? So my expectations. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at the roster. I have it right here. I think they're a great offensive juggernaut. I, in my opinion, you know, they got Derek Carr, who you know I think has you know can definitely have something to prove this season. Uh, Derek Carr. You got Devonte Adams. You got Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and uh, is it Josh Jacobs, the running back? Yeah. I think, bro, that is that is a, you know, a lineup of offensive weapons. You know, my expectations for, for the Las Vegas Raiders is, bro, I think they can win the division. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I have no doubt. I know we like to trash and kind of like, you know, pu- uh, you know bully our, 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 our Raider fans and, and our Raider followers. Uh, but I have full, full, full faith in them this year that I fully think they can definitely win the division this year. Right. I think I think the division is, is going to be a tough one for them. Uh, we always used to say that the NFC West was the toughest division in football. I think that's shifted to the right. AFC West now. 
you know, you got the, the Broncos who are going to be great with Russell Wilson and a great defense that they already had. Uh, you got the Chargers who had very, you know, good additions to that defense as well. Uh, like we talked about the Rams. Um, and also you got the Chiefs, which are probably picked, I think, to go last in the division right now based on what I've seen. Okay. Um, wow. Really? A lot of people have been picking the Chiefs to go finish last in the division. But I will say – Juju Smith-Schuster has looked really nice, you know, so far. Um, Isaiah Pacheco is a, uh, you know, a rookie that a lot of people are sleeping right. on. So I think, I think right now the division is open, but I will say, like you said, I, I, I'm, this is not my prediction saying the Raiders are winning the division, but I will say I will not be shocked if they do win the division. Yeah, I mean, they got an under-the-radar offense. Uh, their defense got, a, you know, got the addition of Chandler Jones. I really like I really like what the what the Raiders did this offseason, bro, and I think just adding Devonte Adams just just catapulted their their stock value. So I, yeah. I like what from the Raiders, you know, loaded AFC West, Wilson, Herbert, Mahomes, but you know, Carr's gonna throw in his two cents, and you know, anything can happen. It's the NFL, yeah. man. I'm a big I'm a big red zone guy, you know, in, in red zone packages. I like I like to see what teams could throw together. Um, right. One thing that I like is in the red zone is the big bodies. I know we've talked about, you know, we should have used uh, Kittle more. You know, right. we should have used Sanu more in the red zone when he was healthy. Um, Jawan Jennings, you know, had some big plays for us in the red zone. The Raiders got that, man. They got the big body in Devontae Adams that can go up and get it. Uh, you know, they got Darren Waller, who's an animal. They got Josh Jacobs, who can punch it in. And, and Hunter Henry, who's like, I mean, Hunter Henry. Uh, Hunter Renfro, who's <laughs> quick and shifty man and can get open right. quick so i think they're going to be able to score a lot of points um defense is is going to be good and solid i think they made a mistake letting go of trayvon mullen but hey, it is what it is um hey man so i, I think the raiders are going to be fun and exciting to watch this year it's going to be a good opener for for them this season against the chargers so i mean and with that being said you know we can transition into our pickings of the week let's get it man take it away so I got here our six, you know, we're do, we did five last year, but I'm going to go ahead and do just because there's a game that we're both rigged. So we're going to throw a little extra game on the slate. So first game, obviously, we got the 49ers and the Chicago Bears. Who you got? I'm going to go Niners. Um, really, I don't think the Bears have that much offensive, you know, firepower. So I got to okay. go Trey, proving a point, winning in Jimmy's hometown. Give me Niners. All right, Niners. Next, I got tomorrow's season opener, Bills-Rams. This is tough. This is real tough because uh, the Rams have never lost a home opener under Sean McVay. Ooh. But I will say the Bills are hungry. I'm going Bills-Mafia. I, bro, I got the same thing, man. I got Bills-Mafia. You know, it, everybody's picking them like they're this, uh, you know, this juggernaut. So I got to see it tomorrow. You got to be the defending champs. Yep. And then, so the next game we got, we got, I think this is probably one of the most anticipated games, one of my favorite games of the week. And it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders versus the LA Chargers. Who you got? I'm going Vegas Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Um, one thing that I will say, it can obviously go either way. I think it's going to be a very high scoring game. It's a huge loss for the Chargers in losing JC Jackson to an ankle injury and already having surgery. Oh, yeah. I was very, very high on J.C. Jackson. I wanted the Niners to try and get him. Um, yeah. I think that's a very big loss for the for the Chargers. I know they're going to be able to get through the Raiders' offensive line with Khalil Mack, you know, Joey Bosa, but give me the Raiders. You know, I also picked the Raiders, so 
you know, we're three for three right now. We're gonna we both picked uh, the same teams, and I, I like the Raiders here. I think I think the Raiders open at home. No, 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 no. They go to, yeah, to L.A. They go to L.A. Okay, uh, yeah, I like to give, doing this little upset. So I'm taking the Raiders here. Uh, the next game we got going on here is a good one. It's Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. Who you got, Chris? I gotta go, Bucks, man. I think the Cowboys could, you know, shock the world in a sense. But I mean, when you're talking Brady, who's trying to prove a point, like I said, we, you know, got. I think he's gonna make Julio great again. I, I gotta go, Bucks. Kind of like an like an Antonio Brown situation. I think he's going to bring the best out of Julio. You know, it's not – this is not a situation where you're saying, you know, Julio is going to give me 50% Julio. No, Brady's like, I see this in you. This is what you're going to be. You're going to be a winner. I like that. And I, honestly, I, you know, I said the Cowboys are going to fade. I don't really see them doing C.D. Lamb, their number one receiver. They yeah. need to do a little bit more. I haven't seen I, what I've seen from Zeke in the previous years. Mm-hmm. If he's got to do something, he's got to do it now. Amari Cooper's gone. Amari Cooper's gone, so, you know – that's that's a big if. So and then the next game I got is Packers Vikings, a little AFC North for you. Going Vikings, man! Give me the, the, the upset. I think, like I said, I don't. I think the Packers have a chance to figure it out because Aaron Rodgers is a great, you know, great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to struggle early on. They're going to find to figure out that chemistry. Um, I, give me the Vikings in which I think would be an upset. I you know I got I also picked the Vikings in this game. Um, going to be a good game you know vikings have a lot of weapons that with the addition of jalen rager is jalen rager right from x eagle kirk cousins is going to have a lot of weapons to throw to so yes. i expect him to you know to do a little bit of damage there and then the final game a little bonus game for us browns panthers who you got a little a little revenge baker starts number one give me carolina baker you know they, they picked him up in carolina yes. Gave him the job to, you know, if it's his job to win, he, he beat out Sam Darnold. Um, you know, he had his comments already that he what he's going to go do against the Browns. I say if, if this is different, obviously, if Deshaun Watson is out there, give me the Browns. But we know that's a completely different story. It's a mess with Deshaun Watson right now. Um, but Jacoby Brissett is not it, man. Jacoby Brissett is not going to win you games. And very hot take. I'm saying the Browns don't make the playoffs this year. So give me Baker. Hey, I, I – you know, I fully agree with you. And let me tell you this. The Cleveland Browns are going to regret not trading for Jimmy G. Yep. And who knows? It might still happen. It might still happen. But I also got the Panthers uh, and Baker getting a little bit of revenge against the Browns, who are just a hot mess of the franchise right now, bro. From everything that went down with Deshaun Watson to not getting a quarterback to cover him. But, hey, it's Bears week. It's Bears week. Week Let's one. go Niners, baby. We're going to Soldier Field. You know, going to Yeah, so I, I think it's – I'm excited, man. Like I said, football's back as of tomorrow, just here in a few hours. Man, know, le- I'm less juiced. Than, less than, uh, you know, it's just – hey, man, we're back. So We're back, and I'll give you my three keys to victory for, for, for Sunday for the Niners. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Run game. Niners need to bring that run game. Two, keep fields in the pocket. Don't let him extend the plays because we know what he can do if he extends the plays. And number three, open the playbook for Trey. Let him, let him rip it. This is, yes. one of the, this is one of the games where, okay, the Bears are not the greatest team in the NFL, but we can test things out here. Let's get a good lead early and then just open the playbook. Let's see what he can do. Those are my three keys to success. And the Niners win by 14 on Sunday. Yeah, let it rip uh, for Trey. You know, this is uh, – 
he's going to get a lot of attention here. This is Justin Fields versus Trey Lance, the guy who a lot of people, Niners fans like myself, wanted Justin Fields. You know, the, we passed on him. I think he thought he was going to the Niners. Right. We passed on him. Shanny passed on him. Yeah, um, Dar- Darnell Mooney was in the media saying that Justin Fields is going to make the Niners regret passing on him because of this game. So Justin Fields is going to be doing everything he can right now to, to outshine Trey Lance in week one and start off one. No, I know a very hot take that a lot of people are saying, which I'm not sure about yet is people are saying that the bears are going to have a winning record this season. Um, not too sure about that yet. We won't make any comments, but Justin Fields is going to be out for blood. Uh, you know, let Trey shine, let him do what he does. And like you said, keep, keep Justin Fields in the pocket, compress a lot of pressure with that front seven and, you know, make him pressure. You got Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, bro. Who, no, Allen Robinson's gone. No offensive star power for for the Bears. Giving the Niners, I say, giving the Niners by yeah, giving the Niners by fourteen as well. Yeah, great, great episode, Chris. Like always, it was a pleasure. I'm excited to ride this this ship with you again for another NFL season. And you know, with this NFL season, we're going to run to some NBA action coming soon. Yes, sir. You know, we're going to get into that uh, October uh, with the with the MLB playoffs. Yep, and the Champions League just started. We got a lot. We got a we got a long season ahead of us, and I'm back, and I'm happy to be back with you, man. Happy to be back, man. I gotta get these Dodgers a World Series. You know, Arsenal starting off hot, except for this last weekend. <laughs> but, but hey, yeah, like you said, man, there's a lot of sports, a lot of stuff to be covered. I think we're back consistently now, man, and you know, it's, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, Chris. This is awesome chatting with you again. Uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing you next week, and let's see how we do in our pickups. We we pretty much all picked them the same, so. Um, let's hope for a great weekend in a, in a 49er W. Yes, sir, man. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is a, you know the end of the episode today. Keep uh, keep an eye out for all socials. We're, we're pretty much active on, on all social media platforms as of now. So there's going to be a lot of great content out there. And uh, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out, Chris. I'll see you all next week, brother. Yes, sir, Adam. Have a good weekend, man. Later, brother. Yeah.